If you're growing a business or just thinking about launching a startup, this is definitely the podcast for you. This is Fast Forward, brought to you by Tech Manchester. We support early stage tech focused businesses. Each week, we'll dive into the issues that we know keep entrepreneurs awake at night. We'll chat to experts who'll share their tips and advice on how to handle everything from raising finance, making your first hire, to getting your company noticed on social media or in the press. Running a business is a roller coaster. It's exhilarating, but it's pretty damn scary at times too. We're here to help you get your business off the ground and hopefully get a better night's sleep. It's hosted by me, Patricia Keating, Executive Director at Tech Manchester. Standing in a tin shed, waiting for the van to come. Old friend, have you seen where my golden tickets be? Welcome back to Fast Forward. As part of our startup series, we're talking to founders at all stages of building their businesses. You won't find any sugarcoating, just some honest, real stories and loads of actionable advice. Now, the spark for a startup can come from anywhere and many successful business ideas don't need to reinvent the wheel. Uh, Some can take a familiar concept and make it better. And that's exactly what today's founder has set out to do. Fed up with seeing the same content all the time and struggling to discover things that she was interested in, Emma Ryan and her husband got onto an idea to create a mobile app to make video sharing a whole lot easier. And that's what Wattle is. Wattle is designed to push the boundaries of content discovery. So we've invited Emma in to hear more about what that is, how it works and the journey so far. Welcome, Emma. Hi, Trish. Nice to be here. <laughs> um, I'm really excited to catch up with you to see where the, the business is. Um, we've known each other for probably on and off, probably 12 months, but properly probably for the last three or four. Yeah. Um, so let's start with how did you end up in Wall? How did you end up in, hus- in business with your husband and how did it all lead to there? Tell us about a bit about you both. Um the whole story is yeah, the whole be too story. long. Um, well, we we both did used to have careers, you know. Um, my husband, um, he has a PhD in um, virtual environments um, and like VR. Um, and he worked in an R&D centre for Canon. Um, and I was an engineer. Um, but we were both just always wanted to work on our own ideas and be more creative. So we both left our corporate jobs um goodness knows how many years ago now, I don't know, over 15 years ago. And we started Mm -hmm. a digital agency together. um, And that was back in the day when we were just doing software. And then we did websites and then smartphones came along and we started doing smartphone development. Um, And we were one of the first people doing that. So we were asked, well, my husband was asked to go into the BBC and do training there, um, training them on iPhone and Android uh, programming. Um, And that's when he was asked then to uh, come in and do the BBC Sport Android app for them. Um, and off the back of that, he then got um, other app um, projects. So we really enjoyed delivering um, large client apps to people. Um, but ultimately, we always had lots and lots of ideas of our own and we wanted to do our own thing. So we got into the position when um, we were fortunate to sort of regroup and um, do that, which was about two and a half years ago. Um, and after a brainstorming session, basically, Wattle came out of that. And the idea for Wattle actually came from like a website idea which is over 10 years old from myself 
um, which is that I wanted a massive web wall that you could scroll and put your mark on, like a graffiti mark. Yeah. And anyone anywhere in the world could see that. Um, but then a bit like the council come over and paint it over, the, the, <laughs> the web wall would get like deleted and it would go and you'd have to come again and make your own sort of mark mm. and expression. And I thought, oh, wow, what if that was now a video wall? You could come on and put your own video on there and anyone anywhere could see it. Um, and I like that kind of transparency of being able to visually see something that you want to discover rather than necessarily having to search and know the language yeah. uh, to find what you're looking for. So this initial video, visual video discovery uh, platform, that that's how it began. So could that be anybody's video or would it be more commercial videos that we would see online? So on Wattle, yeah. um, it, it could be anyone. So um, you can copy and share a URL from the likes of YouTube mm-hmm. um, or you can upload your own original content from your phone. So it's a it's a blend of both. Um, and we've also been talking to broadcasters because we want to have um, broadcast content blended in with um, like viral user-created content because you might spend all your time on one platform and then miss out on a whole load of other content that you would have actually liked to watch. And we want a platform where it can all be uh, together and you can discover it on the same platform. Nice. Um, now, you've been doing this for two and a half years and um, you're in a very fortunate position where unlike a lot of startups you have all the technical expertise within the co-founders to get this to the point that it is today but it can't have been uh, an easy journey what has that been like starting off a new business from scratch um yeah no it's definitely not been easy and you keep thinking like what why haven't we even done more and I mean I think because it's only the two of us um Things always take a lot longer than you expect, even though we can deliver it all in-house. Um, it takes, it's quite, it's long, it's a complex platform. Um, so it's just very, it's difficult to keep going and to keep motivated. So we easily could have dropped out at any point, even, even you know, up to today, because, you know, the highs and lows come all the time. Um, but I really think um, and believe in successes, it's how long you can stay in and you have to keep, keep going, um, you know, for that to happen. Uh, and really believe in what you're doing, and we do believe in what we're doing. So what has inspired you to launch the business? So one of the big things, um, the problems that we had um, with video discovery, um, at the moment now all the platforms are very commercially based. So, for example, if you go onto YouTube to search for a video that you want, you're only going to be shown content that makes them money. Mm-hmm. Um, and even though the first few results might be around what you actually wanted to watch, the, all the other results are like clickbait. Yeah. But they nonsense. Pro- yeah, I hear it. They, they know what you ca- you will watch, though. You'll click on it, yeah. and they'll serve you another video. So there's all those millions and millions and millions, billions, if not hours, of video on YouTube, but you can't discover it. So the point of Wattle, um, apart, you can do a search, you know, with words. By having this visual search and having a community based around worlds, we're getting away from the algorithms driven by platforms uh, to make money. Um, and our, our basis purely does come from content discovery. And that will always be the thing that we hold dear. That is like our core value of the company that we want you to discover, you know, what you want to find. You know, you might find someone creating content, you know, in Vietnam, you know, um, how could you have ever discovered that person? Yeah, um, you'll never find it on YouTube. No, but we want to bring people I'll together. I'll see cat and, videos. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> but you could have a cat video world, you yeah. know, for all those fans. But, um, yeah, so that that is the problem now with um, the other platforms. They're just very, very, their search algorithms are commercially driven. So that is a problem now for discovery. So let's talk a bit more in depth about um, what Wattle does and 
what the challenge is that the core product is designed to solve. So um, can you talk us a little bit around that in a bit more detail? Yeah, sure. So um, at the moment, like if you want to watch uh, some videos, you'll go to a different type of platform for a different type of content. So if it's, you know, a professional show, it might be Amazon Prime, Netflix or uh, an iPlayer. If it's like um, a social type of video, you might go to Instagram or TikTok or Snapchat. Or if you want sort of vlogging style video, you might go to, to YouTube. So you have to go to or, or like gaming, esports is on Twitch. So all the different types of content are on different platforms. And you just mentioned a bunch I've never heard of. <laughs> so, so it's like, but a lot of them can yeah. all be grouped around by genre. Mm. A lot of those people are doing that, especially when it's user curated, because they want to be discovered and they want to be discovered by those people that also want to see their content. Um, so in a bit like a Pinterest way where one person can have a Pinterest board and say pin all the houses that they like and someone who likes that design then follows them and, and sees all those designs. You can have a your own world, which is a video world, where you could pick your genre. I mean, it could be into hockey if you're into hockey and you upload videos of your hockey, maybe hockey that you watch, but also um, people that you meet in hockey. But then you start copying across um, videos from YouTube and then other people start to add their hockey videos as well. And then it's the it's this user collaboration within the world that creates a whole load of content that you're interested in because users who are interested in have added it. Yeah. Um, so we do have an element of AI at the moment within our search engine, but the world itself isn't reliant on AI. It is re- reliant on user collaboration. Um, but we think that's a really strong method of building a community um, and giving high-quality videos that people actually want to watch. It's interesting that you've introduced the AI element. So is that kind of learning from what users that are using the platform are putting together and then identifying more content that it thinks? That Yes, it doesn't of, do that at yeah. the moment. That is, in the future, we'll have that. It's on the roadmap. Um, yeah, <laughs> the, the AI, the way we use it at the moment is just learning to see what videos are actually popular. Okay. So if something's uploaded, um, you know, how long is it there until interactions take place and things like that and learning mm-hmm. what they go on to next. So that that's where it's at at the moment. So it's almost like the perfect blend between sort of user-generated um, content where I create my own content around something that's popular to me, but also cur- stuff that I've taken time to curate and to create this sort of perfect, perfect blended world for myself that I can um, watch what I enjoy. Um, so the, the whole process from the, the platforms I built, um, or you have a beta, um, version of it, is that right? Or where is the platform now? Yeah, we're very, very much to say we're almost launched. So it's like, (laughs) we've been doing it, feels like so long and had all these versions out, but, um, we're kind of at that place where, yeah, um, we're just doing, we're going through something at the moment with VentureFest, um, a competition here in Manchester, but after that. Tell us a bit about that. What's VentureFest? Um, so VentureFest is a competition run here in Manchester, um, which is really great about showcasing, you know, the startups that are going on here. Um, it's been like a process where um, they've selected, I think it was about 110 companies got into the quarterfinal. Out of how many? Um, that I don't know, actually. So <laughs> let's say a thousand. Some, no, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I think it's normally over 500 people enter for oh, this. Really? So okay. yeah, I think okay. it's a really good uh, to get shortlisted down to the quarterfinals. So I know they've had three days of quarterfinals and we all, everyone got the chance to do their three minute pitch and they're quite strict on the timing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from there, I was fortunate to get through to the semifinals uh, and mine takes place tomorrow, actually. Um, and then if 
the the people when <laughs> when <laughs> when get through um but that's down from about 50 down to 12 and those 12 get to pitch at um Manchester Central uh, at the exhibition in November which would be really really exciting um and I have entered specifically um to raise awareness of Wattle um for you know to see people to see the platform um and also to mention that we're looking for investment um going forward like a seed seed round so yeah and you've been honing your uh, pitching skills over the last few months. Can you talk to us about that? Yes, definitely. And that's probably how I've met you as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've run a, a few things that have really helped me a lot, actually, this year. Um, so it's probably one of those areas that I don't, I'm not that confident in and also the writing of the pitch deck. Um, but by attending some events here that you, you've run, I've now had my pitch deck um, created by myself. Uh, I've had it checked by um, an investor and, and feedback. So now I am really confident and I think that really helped me going into VentureFest, basically. Um, I've now got a few versions of my pitch, you know, different lengths, three minutes, five mm-hmm. minutes, ten minutes. Um, and I've got a written pitch deck. So, yeah, it's good. I can't wait <laughs> to see uh, see what it's like uh, tomorrow. Um, the challenges that you've faced along the way, um, it is a bit of a, a roller coaster, the entrepreneur journey. And I, I know you're very fortunate to be on that ride with your with your husband. Um, which can create different pressures, I guess, in in some ways. But what are some of the challenges that you have um, met over this um, I two think and a half one year of that, period? Working with my husband's fine. We've done it for many years. We've been we started going out when we were like seventeen, so we sort of know each other very well, and there's, yeah. there's no issues there whatsoever. Was it love over the megabytes? <laughs> I'm not sure. I do remember him showing me computer programs he'd created. How romantic. Exactly, yeah. And I didn't run away, so there you go. Um, That's the girl for me. <laughs> I know. Um, but it, we do have three children, um, and that is hard because, you know, we're there are children, so it's not like if my co-founder was someone else, hmm. uh, so we both need to be in an event or anything like that, you know, who who has the children, Um so, you know, you often only ever see one of us because, you know, we've got children to look after. Yeah. and that is Which is really why we've only got one of you today. Absolutely. <laughs> Someone yeah. has to pick up the kids. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, that to be honest, that is the most challenging thing. I think if you're doing this without a family, I can't imagine what it's like, to be honest. All yeah. the extra hours that you might get and the thinking time, et cetera, et cetera. So um, that's the biggest challenge. But for me, I kind of just, I just try to chill about it. Um, and I just set my own goals and just go with it, basically. I don't try and compare myself to another startup and what they've already achieved and things like that. And I just try and be really realistic and, you know, focus on what we're doing. And that's the only way I can do it. That's, yeah. that's what we, we do. And have there been any things that you've learned or techniques that you've learned in terms of how do you find that balance? Because uh, there are quite a few entrepreneurs that do have that childcare and uh, responsibility. What are there things that have worked for you and your husband? Um, in terms of looking after the kids or sharing that responsibility? How do you decide who goes to events? <laughs> All that kind of stuff is the flick yeah, of a coin. We, no, no, we do kind of both have our own sort of natural core set. So, yeah, yeah if it's anything speaking or an exhibition or anything like that, then I, I just go. Yeah. If it's, you know, slightly more technical, Matthew just goes. Yeah. Um, the, the hardest thing is maybe on, you know, there's a lot of great evening events here in Manchester and a lot of networking events, and that is a real struggle yeah. um, for either of us to attend. Um, and so you just, instead of getting, you know, hit up, you just have to it let is it what go. It is what it is, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think you just you just find what works for you and, and don't try and compare to others. Mm-hmm. You know, other people might appear to be 
doing more than you, but that's because they can for whatever reason and just, you know, don't don't let that stress you. We'll start a we'll start a parenterers yeah, network. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lunchtime networking for parent entrepreneurs. <laughs> yeah, threw them all in the crash <laughs> yeah. over the road there. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah. could look after themselves. <laughs> um so I think you've had uh, quite a lot of uh, people have a look at your uh, platform and have said some pretty cool things um, about it in terms of what the possibilities and the opportunities are for Wattle. Um, I think particularly in the BBC, they've had they've had their papers on it. What have they, they said have. about it? <laughs> they've gone a bit quiet now. I'm a little bit worried. Eh? They're not like trying to code it themselves or something <laughs> like that. Um, you heard it here first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, they, yeah, they were and have shown um, a lot of interest because they they do have the problem. And the problem is that younger people don't watch TV, end of, but also younger people aren't even going to their iPlayer as often as they'd like because mm-hmm. a younger person only has a certain amount of time in the day, say they're a university student. If they spend their one, two or three hours, however many hours, maybe going onto YouTube, um, onto Twitch, playing a, playing a computer game, they haven't even gone to iPlayer. So their programmes are not being watched. Mm. So they recognise the problem um, of... And, and that generation are only going to get older and older and the younger generation will come through. That how can they get their content seen? Um, and they have over 70 YouTube channels, the BBC, purely, you know, to get their content discovered. Yeah. So they know that Don't they've ever watched the BBC on YouTube? Exactly. Ever. But they've got mm. all those, you know, channels there. So, yeah, um, yeah it's... It's, it's a big issue for all broadcasters. Uh, obviously, the BBC's funded, isn't it? But like yeah. ITV Channel 4, um, if people aren't going to ITV, their adverts aren't being seen, so therefore they're not making money. Yeah, um, They need to get their content onto these platforms where people are. And that's why um, it has been said by Deloitte, who've also done a study into the way media's moving, that discovery platforms are the next thing. So it's moved from, you know, bro- you know, a few channels on your telly to satellite cable to digital platforms. And the next step is big discovery content platforms. Yeah. Which Wattle is. Where the users are driving. Yes. Yeah. The content. Interesting. Yeah, well, a mix. I mean, people have a different take on it. But what mm. our take is that we definitely want the users on there with all their content too. We want it all mixed in. Yeah. So VentureFest is tomorrow and hopefully then at the big showcase final in Manchester Central in November where like... Not to terrify, but <laughs> about a thousand people come to watch it, myself included. I was judging uh, last year. Oh, wow. Um, but what else is on the horizon for what all? So beyond Venture Fest and smashing that pitch out of the park, what <laughs> is next? Um, so the next thing is um, we'll be implementing the, the video marketplace. So um, our revenue stream for Wattle is through uh, e-commerce sales uh, and selling on the site. Um, and as, in the same way that we want lots of different video content blended, we want purchasing blended in with that too. How would that work? Um, so it's a bit like um, you you could be an influencer um, and you make your own world and you post all the videos like you might do currently on Instagram or TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can also post things that you've got for sale. So a lot of Instagrammers already have their own products for sale because obviously they're in it to make money as well. Yeah. Or they do, um, you know, collaborations with brands and things like that. But instead of it being um, just having to always make, you know, like hashtag ad or whatever, you've almost got your own billboard. You've got your own world to do whatever you like. So you could have a fixed advert always there, you know, and you you can take the money from that company who's advertised onto your world. Or you can um, 
you know, sell your own products that you've got, or you can even sell your own clothes, which I'm really into, mm-hmm. <clears throat> like um, circular fashion. Because I very much believe that, um, you know, if you're going out, you might buy something, you might wear it once or twice, that's it. Yeah. And if you, if you can sell it the next week, you know, it's pretty much brand new. You've washed it, you know, once. Yeah. If someone follows you and they know you, they feel like they know you, uh, and they see, oh, she wore that top on Friday, now that top's for sale, yeah, buy yeah. it. You know, now I've got that top, I'll wear it, and then that I'll go and sell it on my world to my friends who know me. Yeah. Then all these products, instead of forgetting about them for six months and then ending up at charity or whatever, and they're not really, the value's gone. Yeah. Um, it's very much about passing it on quickly, and I foresee that that'll be done through video um, because that's how you grow the, you know, getting to know someone and these influencers, you get to see them just by through. Yeah, and they the never wear anything twice because no, they no. are influencers and they can't be yeah. seen doing that. So And again, they could have been way. gifted the clothes, so then they can sell them on, yeah. you know, anyway. So that's more revenue for them. Yeah, um, but creating a sustainable um, new kind of side hustle, yeah. which is great in the current kind of fast fashion world that we all live in where it's, it's throwaway clothes. Yeah. So really nice, really nice um, sort of ripple effect potentially that what we might be able to That's add to the to, yeah. environment. The future then, the vision of success for Wattle, where do you see it going and what does success look like for you and your husband? Um, success to me would be um, Wattle with millions and millions of daily active users who are coming on, um, are hooking up almost with their tribe, their communities and watching videos, sharing their lives, uh, buying things that they want, selling things that they no, no longer want. Um, and it becomes a platform of discovery. So if you want to find something out, you come to Wattle. Um, and everything is is in video. If you want to learn how to cook something now, you'll go and watch a YouTube video. Like, the future is in video. Um, and, yeah, we want to be part of that next big thing, really. Nice. And the name, where did the name come from? The name came from, well, I've, someone told me now not to say it because it's just so boring. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I did have a strap line that also goes, what will you discover today? But yeah. that, that isn't where Wattle came from. The okay. truth, the truth but is that's a that nice strap line. It is a nice strap line. Um, and he told me I should just stop there and say no more, actually. But um, Wattle truly came from the fact that from the medieval houses, when um, they were made with wattle and daub, Wattle being the mesh and daub yeah. like the mud that you're stuck on with. Oh. Um, no, I get it. It's like a massive grid. Yeah. Um, and it was the mesh and that that's where the name came from. That's not boring. That's interesting. <laughs> I thought it was interesting. I think it's interesting. <laughs> Either we're both boring or that person was wrong. And I think that person was wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so um, next steps in terms of achieving that vision, how do you get there? Right. Yes. Yeah, so we're, as I said, we're hoping to... Do our first sort of like party launch um, very, very soon with yep. Wattle. Um, and then the next stage technically is implementing the marketplace capability. So things can actually be sold at the moment. That's not possible. Um, and we've got some affiliate um, things in place at the moment with the Hut Group, Miss Selfridge, uh, Under Armour. Um, and we want to get those on on board and actually active and, and selling. And so is that, so that's e-commerce retailers out there that may be looking to have their products somehow implanted in your yes yeah discovered um in like an area of active users that you know Mm -hmm. could like there so you know if it's under armor and it's on like sports worlds yeah they could put their stuff on there okay Um, so boohoo azos if you're listening yeah you know absolutely call us up absolutely and that's going to take a bit of um cash now you guys have bootstrapped 
so far. Look, luckily, from quite a successful business that you had before, but it's still been a bit strap and process. How are you going to take it to the next level? Um, yeah, I think we are. We are always fortunate that anything technical that we need, we can always de- develop it in house. Yeah. Um, and really, we need finance now to help us grow the team, to help us build sales relationships with you know retail. Uh, companies mm-hmm. so people have already got contacts in the industry um bringing them on board and also marketing so we do want to employ some coders to you know make things um to be able to be delivered quicker um but going forward we can still we can still maintain um but really by the end of the year we want to be in you know meeting yeah. angel investors um and what are you looking to raise we i want to raise between 400 and 500 thousand yeah. pounds um, to grow the team, um, uh, to strengthen our IP, because we do have some, we have a patent filed on our video wall. Yeah. Um, and we want to, you know, be able to protect that going forward. Yeah. So lots to do. Yeah. Still quite a long uh, way on the, on the on the roadmap, but it sounds like you've achieved so much so far. Um, what advice would you have for other entrepreneurs and, and business owners um, out there? In terms of your own experience as a in um, your startup I just say journey, to, if you've come up with that idea, um, you've come up with it for a reason, um, and to totally believe in that, because you can get ad- advice from all angles at all times. Um, and it's not not I'm not saying not to take advice, but I just keep going and keep going and, and plug away because you know you've you will have had a unique idea that you know you've seen a gap in the market. So really, just believe in yourself and to keep going. Yeah. Is there any advice that um, you look back now that you've learned the hard way that you wish somebody had I don't <laughs> told know. I, do. I learn the hard like, day what? every day, I think, so I'm not sure. Um, I just think you just got to be resilient, literally. You know, things just happen all the time and, it, yeah, you just can't let it get you down too much, really. Just be resilient. Yeah. So. Great way to finish our chat. Emma, I've really enjoyed talking to you. I am super excited to see you on the VentureFest stage and smashing it and taking it uh, to the next level. Um, For those um, that are thinking about their original ideas, um, take a leaf out of Emma's book and be resilient and um, keep persevering. Um, As if it's an original idea, you should be able to see it through. Um, And we hope that gives you a better night's sleep. Thank you.